Hey, good morning, everybody. It is Monday, February 8th, and guess what? It's cold now. It is, and it's going to get so much worse. It's like, we were just talking about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, and I was like, you know what's so nice? We haven't had that, like, terrible January cold. And then February came around and was like, psych, here we are. I knew this would happen because I was like, hey, it hasn't really been cold yet, knock on wood. And then I realized what I knocked on was was a laminate. Ah, uh, so it's so, your fault. You did this it. to us. You did. Uh. You're listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast with Matthew Atwood and Michael Atwood. There is so much changing in the marketplace on a daily basis, and real estate is clearly something that affects everyone. So whether you're a seasoned industry expert or simply curious on the topic of housing, this is your one-stop shop for tips, tricks, insider knowledge, and encouragement for the entrepreneur in all of us. Well, Michael, I've got a special guest here today. I'm so excited. I love guests. Yes. And we should just have a whole segment called, like, Guess the Guest. Yeah. Right? Um, so I'm going to give uh, I'm gonna give a series of clues, and then this person can uh, just, you know, talk about each clue a little bit more if they want. Um, and special guest, actually, our first special guest to say, hey, do I need some sort of voice filter or something to really throw Michael off? <gasps> so... Um, Hope you've got your Darth Vader mask or something ready. Okay. Oh my gosh. Number one, this relentless agent of ours has their own Lego collection and no one is allowed to touch without permission. <laughs> Loves to build houses with them, fully furnished and landscaped. Wow. All right. This is impressive. All right. So, uh, Mystery guest, you want to tell us about your Lego thing? That I love Legos and that's still the best gift to give me to this day. <laughs> All right, Michael, any guesses? Carrie's Elden Rest. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find my voice filter. You should have. Oh my gosh. Because I, would, I wouldn't have known from the Lego thing. I just knew as soon as I heard your voice, I was like, heard yes. my voice. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's that... It's that bit of kindness and humor in, That's what it is. in your yeah. voice that just is so telling. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> That's it. So tell me, <laughs> you actually don't let your kids play with your Legos because no, you have no, a lot of kids. I, I do. I have five kids. How do you keep them out? Um, they are in a bucket in my room and they have gotten in trouble when they touch it without permission. <laughs> so they, they know they have to ask. The table has to be completely cleaned off. And the floor swept, so it's easy to find all my pieces, so they can all go back in my bucket. Oh my gosh! Do and they... when I say a bucket, it's not a little shoebox; bigger than a laundry basket bucket. So. Oh my gosh! Hey, Carrie, can I make a random shot in the dark um, assumption? Sure. Um, you're either an only child or the youngest child of your family. Ooh, wrong on both. Oh darn it! <laughs> I am the oldest. It's my way or no way. <laughs> I know, but the oldest usually just gets used to like, fine, just take it. Yeah, nope, not, not with Legos. <laughs> you can ask my siblings. Uh, I usually ended up stealing most of their Legos and making them mine. Mm. That's fantastic. Do nice. the kids have their own Legos? Yes, they okay. all have their own. Yep. All right. 
That's fair, then. Well, I still want to go through these other uh, fun facts. Yes. So uh, I played college fast pitch. My team won the state championship my sophomore year. That's pretty Ooh. sweet. What school? College. Yes. Um, I played for Bethany Lutheran College here in oh. Mankato. Uh, my sophomore year was the last year they were, I think, a junior college because I was one of the first classes to graduate with a four-year degree from there. Uh-huh. Mm. So, yep. Nope. I was a designated hitter. Batted over 500 that season. It was it was a good season. Oh, my gosh. Bethany's pretty legit in their, in their sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. For real. Admit. So this last one, uh, random fact, just, you know, I remember you telling me this before, Carrie, and I was like, man, I just can't believe that. And then all of a sudden I had this memory and I was like, wait a minute, this makes it so much worse. So random fact number three is I don't like cake. And you, you sent that to, or you, you, you had told me that before. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Cause like I could eat cake all day long. Um, and then I remembered we had a big old cake in our office. <laughs> and nobody had cut it yet. And so you cut it and you cut a crooked square right in the middle of the cake mm-hmm. to take yourself a piece. And then I found out you don't even like cake. So nope. you were just doing it to spite us. <laughs> oh, yes. That has to do with my dad used to do that. And my dad has been gone now. Actually, 10 years today, he passed away. So oh, that is a memory I have of him. And he was really good. Like we would have people at our family gatherings watching him to make sure he doesn't get at the pie and the cake and it never fails he always got the middle and it would make my grandma really mad and i think that's why he kept doing it just to you know nitpick at her yeah. <laughs> that's awesome so yeah even my wedding cake he did it no. what so, yep oh my that's gosh brilliant. did wow he literally oh. left his mark on the cake world he did yes but i don't i actually don't care for it my mom was uh a cake decorator people would hire her to make cakes and i just i don't know i i must have had too much at one time and i just don't like it anymore unless it's a cheesecake or ice cream cake then i'll mm. go for it there is nothing like an ice cream cake uh-huh it's good yeah um i i, I think it's interesting because i'm kind of the opposite i love cake but i don't like pie even the slightest bit yep i'm not a pie either but what uh-huh oh come on Sorry. It's just like, what's the point? I don't understand. It deliciousness. No. Pretty much anything that has sugar in it, I'm all about. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nope. And I'm not a sugar sugar person, so that's probably. Oh I read the it. funniest meme yesterday because you you probably both know how I feel about cookies. Like that's like that's like my that's the greatest that my thing. <laughs> um, and I read this thing yesterday that was like. You know, this, uh, you know, seasonal depression on top of the pandemic and everything has really got me down. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, how many cookies it'll take for me to eat to come out of it. So far, it's not 27. <laughs> <laughs> Way to keep on trying, though. You know? Woohoo! Yeah, I'm all about that. Anyway. Never give up. Oh, that's brilliant. But speaking of cake decorating, my daughter every day will ask for my phone so that she can watch cake decorating videos on Facebook. There is, I love those. <laughs> they are fun to watch. You know, that's know. my running, my running gag is that one day when I, when I quit all my jobs and I just start up my own bakery and it's because I can't imagine a less stressful job. 
I know every industry has their stressors and I'm sure there's so many people who actually have worked in bakeries who are scoffing and hating me right now. I understand I'm ignorant. Okay. <laughs> but like, I, I dream of the day when the worst thing that can happen to me is like, I didn't have enough eggs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that sound nice? <laughs> yeah. Or you screw up frosting it. Or decorating it, and you're like, oh, darn it, I have to eat this now. Oh, I have to eat the (laughs) (laughs) screw-ups. But I don't want to. My pants are already unbuttoned. (laughs) Oh, that's so Uh, funny. Okay. Uh, Where are we? What are we talking about? Uh, Wow. So, um, yeah, anyway, we... uh, we're so excited to have you on, Carrie. Uh, we're starting a new segment right now, and mm-hmm. uh, and it's called um, the Brilliant Basics, uh, Century Twenty One Brilliant Basics. And so, you know, I was looking through each of the ten, and I was like, oh, you know what? Number one, that's got to be that's got to be Carrie. Um, and uh, and I'll tell you why in a second. But first, we are going to do a segment we like to call, and I didn't prepare Carrie for any of this, by the way, Michael. Oh no, <laughs> you're not good. I did not prepare her for any of it because I just I want her to I want to get a real, honest, raw you know, thought. Even so, I have to think about these every week. Though. I know. So we'll let her go last. But okay. uh, this this uh, this segment here is called Not Sponsored. Um, uh, essentially, our podcast does not have any sponsors yet. And so we keep throwing out brand names that we're not sponsored by, hope, hope, hoping that they're just going to be like, yeah, we should sponsor them, right? Um, yes. But it also is like, what's kind of sponsoring you this week? Like, what is... What are you like all about? Or not even this week, but it can lately. be a brand or a thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a brand. Okay. Like I could say right. this isn't my not sponsored, but one of my friends gave me um, homemade like truffles this morning. And what? so that's been my breakfast and my day is definitely not sponsored by truffles. Are you <laughs> in the Mankato so office? Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you want me to share with you? <laughs> oh, so good. Wow. But anyway, my actual dot sponsored, if I can go first. Yeah. Okay. Um, last weekend, I decided to, I've been doing this like treat yourself thing, like a like a dream out loud kind of thing. Um, two weeks ago, I went to uh, the Jaguar Land Rover dealership <laughs> and I was like, you know, let's just play pretend for a minute. And it was fun. And then last weekend, I went to uh, the Porsche up in Maplewood and test drove some Porsches, which is never going to happen in a million years. <laughs> uh, you got to keep the dream in front but of you. Keep it the, I'm a like, big fan of that. Yeah, it was. I love it. Incredible. I was in the <laughs> like most ridiculous cars. I didn't know how to start and like trying to pretend like I should be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> the poor salesman is like taking me seriously. And I'm like, Yes. I'm going to, he's like, so what are you thinking for financing? And I'm like, oh, just cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. I'm the worst. Cash is king. Uh, but it was so much fun. So if anybody is uh, higher up at Porsche in general and you need a sponsor, I would be willing to, you know, mention your name in this podcast in exchange for a vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think all three of us would. Although like I don't think I could fit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think I could fit my family in a Porsche. No, this Probably is not. this is like the Legos. The kids don't touch. Right. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Then I got to kick my husband out of the garage with all his woodworking stuff so I can store it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Properly yeah. in Minnesota. Sounds like you need a bigger garage. We do. We're on the lookout. Mm-hmm. Do you know a, Do you know an agent that can help you? You with know, 
I've been kind of torn. I've heard some good things, you know, but yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, so, Matt, what you got? Well, I was just going to say, you sent me pictures of that. Uh, it's like a Porsche crossover or something. Yeah, like it was a, like their SUV. It was the Cayenne was the one I really. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, I really wanted to drive the Panamera, but I decided that once you started test driving vehicles that started with a one and then had all the zeros after oh them, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't. Oh, my gosh. Maybe yeah. that's just testing fate. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. no, it was so nice with the red leather and. Oh, I need it, but I, can't. I know you. You texted it to me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" But no, you can't afford that. And you're like, "But actually, it's it's used." I was like, "Oh, then treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself, sis. <laughs> oh, just do it." Because the nice thing about like uh, Porsche, and actually, my my wife really wants a um, Audi TT convertible. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like her dream car, like this little coupe convertible. But the great thing is. They're super mm. expensive, but you get them used for like ten thousand dollars, and yeah. they look like they're still yeah, really they high. Yeah, they haven't changed you know? the body style in so long that you exactly. really can't tell the difference between a twenty fourteen and a twenty twenty one. Right. Um, yeah. Unless you're in it, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, so this week, uh, my not sponsored by is actually uh, just something I'm really. I'm really proud of from a community standpoint. Um, the Greater Mankato Area United Way met their uh, campaign goal, more than $2 million mm-hmm. to help the the people of the uh, Southern Minnesota area. And I'm just, I don't know, I've been thinking about it like every day because here we are in a pandemic, right? And companies and people are a, a little bit tighter on their money because they're, they're not sure how we're gonna come out of this thing. Right. And, um, you know, we held a rally with our uh, property management employees, and uh, you know, we're we're like, you know, if you can just if you can figure out a way to to give something of any dollar amount toward the United Way, our company will match it a hundred percent. And boy, did they make our wallets hurt a little bit. <laughs> I mean, they stepped up to the plate and it was amazing. And then of course, our, our other company, Central 21 Atwood, uh, was uh, you know an auction sponsor and we gave away an auction item and I mean, really helping to, uh, to drive more funds that way. And uh, I just, I don't know, I've been thinking about it every day since they announced it. And I'm just, I'm just floored that, you know, saying, well, our, our goal was $2 million at the beginning of 2020. We didn't, change it but we understand if we don't make it oh wait we exceeded it like mm-hmm. that is incredible the the amount of care that that people have for their community and keeping it strong uh it's 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 pretty pretty amazing that's very awesome yeah so what about you carrie um my non-sponsor i would say it would be nikon mm. my oh, most yeah? favorite thing to do in the entire world besides sell real estate is to take sports photography so that's my camera i have a nikon i have pretty awesome lenses that i can take really good action shots i'm getting better and better at it always learning nice yeah i love it i actually got to uh i begged and pleaded with um loyola and cleveland parents because my kids go to st Clair, but Mm -hmm. we know uh players on both teams and I begged and pleaded for someone to find me a ticket to go to the game last night, and I got one. So oh, nice. after yeah, so after I'm done chatting with you guys, I will 
be editing photos, like 1400 photos that I took last night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's, I love it. I love being able to capture moments and, you know, facial expressions and stuff like that for, for parents. Cause not a lot of parents can go to games right now. Mm -hmm. Right. So this, yeah. this way they kind of have a little memory. That's awesome. What, yeah. what kind of Nikon do you have? Uh, D5500. Mm, nice. I'm also a Nikon guy. I started with the D90 because it was the first one that shot 1080 video. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, yes. Of course, I didn't tell you. It only shoots five minutes worth of. I was going to say, yeah, you don't yeah. get very long, but. <laughs> no. Uh, then I upgraded to the uh, 5300. Um, and uh, that was pretty great. And, you know, it's great for lenses, but now my iPhone takes just as good a picture sometimes. I mean, other than where mm -hmm. you need lenses, like sports photography and things like yeah. that, where you yep. need to, you know, get in there. But, um, yeah, walking through homes, apartments, whatever, I'm just using my phone now. Yep. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, yep. this is crazy. But uh, whereas before I used to scold people, don't use your phone. And now it's totally acceptable. It's, it's the best option, yeah. actually. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm also a Nikon guy. That's great. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, and I've seen your pictures. They're super awesome. Yeah, they are cute. Yeah, let me know when your kids are playing sports. I'll come on over. Um, well, last night, my kids put on a performance of Into the Woods for me. Uh, okay, so what? Yeah. <laughs> I Okay, when your kids are doing Newsies, I'm like, okay, I get it. But now right. you're telling me your kids are doing Sondheim? Like, it's <laughs> no yeah. way. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I was actually like, okay, you're gonna do it, and and they're like lip syncing to the soundtrack, and they're getting the words. I was like, oh my gosh, how long have you been practicing this? Wow. <laughs> so, they're That's they're so way more into the arts right now, um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So let's. Michael's got an article. I, for yeah, us. I wanted to talk about articles because um, there was actually so many of them. This last weekend that came out and I want, I, I can't talk about all of them. Um, like for example, there was a really good one about how homeowners are just like on a spending spree right now on <laughs> all of the home improvements. Mm. But I was like, we've kind of talked that subject to death. I think lately, yeah. all, the, all the home improvement stuff. Um, then I thought this was interesting. National guard troops who worked uh, in supporting the pandemic can now be eligible for VA loans. Oh, nice. Isn't that, isn't that cool? Before wow. I, I, again, I don't know a whole, a whole lot about this. Um, but I know in the past it was like after six years of honorable service and they had to have been mobilized for active duty for some period of time. Um, but now it's a, any national guard troop who supported the COVID-19 response. Um, that's awesome. So they can take advantage of that VA zero down, great financing, guaranteed loan. Isn't that that's cool? That's awesome. That's super cool. But I like that. Even that's not what I was going to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As I was saying, there were so many things to talk about. Okay, this is the important one, because here we are, even though it's frigid outside, spring market is coming quickly. And Matt and I were just talking to a potential agent yesterday about this very subject. Things are going to take off like it's the slingshot effect and it has been pulling back so hard mm -hmm. that the the rubber band is taut and it is ready to go so uh the article here says spring buyers must be ready to act quickly 
Um, all signs that we have are, are pointing to that this is going to be yet another fiercely competitive spring. Um, and probably one of the worst because last spring was kind of like a delayed competition and we stayed in heavy competition for so much of the year. Um, you know, we've had an email exchange this morning about a home that ended up getting sold before MLS, but it was sold sight unseen. Right. Because, yeah, it was like, okay. Is that crazy? There's this new rule, like, you know, you have to, you can say coming soon, but it has to be on the MLS for co-op the next day. And one of, you know, our agents was like, um, they wrote an offer. They didn't even come see it because you can't do show, you know, like, oh my gosh. Um, and, uh, that's, that's the climate we're in right now. (laughs) Isn't that wild? It's like, it's not for sale. So you can't see it, but also they made an offer and I mean, we're legally obligated to present all offers. Right. So what a conundrum. (laughs) I was like, this is an interesting thing. But anyway, demand is obviously very, 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 very strong. And it's clearly not going to slow down. Um, We've got all of the people for the last number of years. Now we've been saying that the demand is low or excuse me, the demand is high, supply is low. Um, Just kind of building up. And along with that, more and more people in the millennial age bracket are coming into the, you know, years when they are buying homes. Yeah. Um, so obviously that's a huge, po- uh, a huge portion of the population that we're dealing with. Um, and then with that, uh, unfortunately we had a lot of sellers failing to, uh, show up here in January. Yep. Um, so that pushed the number of homes for sale to all new record lows. Okay. But like, I don't mean to keep interrupting you, but I have to give a shout out to Carrie, uh, Zeldin rust here because she is relentless. She's amazing. So, uh, you know, the inventory is super low, but people are thinking about moving. She sent an email out to our entire company and she's like, okay, here's a list of all of my people, what they live in now. You know, this person's in a two bed, one bath, this person's in a five bed, four bath, this person's, and here's what they're looking for in this price range mm-hmm. and this type of, right. And she sends this out to the company, like, let's start playing matchmaker. Right. And then another agent chimes in like, well, okay, I, I've got these type of people and they're looking for that. And, and it's just awesome. Like I big kudos to you, Carrie. Oh, thank you. No, I love playing matchmaker. And one reason I love working for Atwood is we really do have that team atmosphere and we have a lot of agents. So when I'm looking for something for one of my buyers, most likely somebody else in the office has it. So I love working with our, our crew. Yeah. And it's just so open too, right? Like sometimes agents that have come from other companies to our company, they, they cannot fathom that we would all sit around in a circle every single week and talk about people that might be listing their homes, but aren't under contract yet, but they might be like, Aren't you worried agents are going to steal? I'm like, no, no, not here. No, <laughs> we're a family. Like we, yep. Like your email. Uh, here's a whole list of people that are considering selling their home. Not one person in our company thought oh, I should reach out to them. Like, <laughs> right. of course, Carrie. Yeah. Let me let me work with you and figure out how we can make this happen. You know what I mean? Like, and that's yep. something is it is rare in our industry, and I absolutely love it. And I mean, obviously, you you show that kind of trust because people trust you and you trust them, and it's great. Yes. This is why it's important to align yourself with an agent. You yes. know what I mean? Like, 
uh, all things considered, I know it, it can be scary. And, you know, it's kind of like me looking at cars. I'm like, oh, I don't want to waste anybody's time. I just want to find what I want on my own. Uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, the inventory is low. You need the help. And besides what you can find on the Internet when it's already too late, clearly, because things are selling sight unseen. Right. Um, <laughs> there's there's agents who are communicating with each other, especially with our office, uh, to find things that aren't even available yet to uncover, oh, this person would move if they could have their next home available. And, oh, my clients have that home that would be your client's next home if they can get this next home. You know, <laughs> it's like playing the ultimate matchmaker and it's so yeah. much fun. But that's why as long as you have, uh, well, first first and foremost, be ready to go, you know, especially when spring comes, make sure you aren't, you know, looking at houses and going, maybe I should talk to my banker soon. <laughs> like yeah. have your pre-approval, be ready to go. And last, but certainly not least have an agent that's working for you rather than, you know, someone who's just responding to your inquiries. Exactly. Exactly. I, I kind of going back to that email of, of Carrie's too, like, then other agents are chiming in like, we need a whiteboard. We need a whole like wall of like, okay, where could this person? And I started visualizing like, you know, like crime shows where they like pull a mm. red string from one to the other to try to, t- <laughs> it's like, wouldn't that be cool? If we're like, okay, if this person goes here, then this person can go here. And this is, uh, and that's just our office. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you were saying something that the public, that these buyers and sellers out there would have no way of connecting with, uh, if it weren't for for our agents, you know, just continuing trying to find something for their client, that's just mm-hmm. awesome. Oh, I love all that. That's a it's a great uh, a great article. I love the VA thing and uh, and all that Carrie's doing, and this is so great. And so you know, I want to bring it back a little bit though. I was talking about you know people who trust Carrie and and she trusts them, and that is a great segue into what our first brilliant basics is. So let me tell you a little bit about yeah, the brilliant what basics. Are right. brilliant basics? Right. So um, it's this thing that Century 21 came up with, right? We, we spend a lot of time talking about technology and our tools and systems and all these things that make us great. But there's, there's just the basics of what you really need to be. <laughs> Uh, in order to make it great in real estate, you can have all the tools and systems, but if you can't earn people's trust, mm-hmm. then uh, then a piece of technology is not going to really fix anything for you, right? So, um, but really, what it what it all stems around is is turning the the real estate business from being transactional to being experiential. Okay, so here's a here's a stat uh, from from a from a poll that was done nationwide. Eighty percent of real estate firms believe that they deliver quote an a superior experience yes. to their customers. Like they really think eighty percent of them go, yes, I do better, I do superior than my competition, right? <laughs> Which is funny because it's eighty percent. It's not half of them thinking that the other half is it's. Anyway, um, and yet only 8% of their customers say they're, say they're really delivering a superior experience. Mm-hmm. Eight, Eight versus 80. <laughs> yeah. I'll... Yeah. So that was a, a survey done by Bain & Company of 362 firms, and then they reached out to their clients. 
Um, and that's a pretty eye-opening thing, right? And that's because um, client expectations are changing every industry, right? Good customer service is no longer good enough. Clients not only want good customer service, but they also want the experience and they want it to be personal and unique to them. So what what Century 21 is working on is, is uh, or has worked on is what they call the brilliant basics. Here's what you need to do to turn your business from being transactional to experiential. So I was reading number one and I was like, oh, I got to get Carrie on this because uh, when I think of somebody being transparent, it's Carrie. And I'll tell you why in a second. So number one is I'm transparent. I build trust. Okay. And just only that part, just that. I was like, oh, this is Carrie because people do trust you, Carrie. They love working with you. And I don't know anyone else who's posting constant things about their kids, like, and their crazy craziness. (laughs) (laughs) You're keeping it real out there. Uh, And my favorite thing that you need to bring back daily is the, uh, why is Eliza crying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is Eliza crying? Yep. Right. It's hard to do that one because she's five now. She doesn't cry as much at stuff. Well, darn it. I know. So that's why I did switch it up to my a new segment with her of why is or why was Liza quiet? And it's all the, <laughs> yes. all the, the stuff she gets into. But yes, but the why is Liza cr- uh, crying? I did have a post last week on it. So it, it's oh. still kind of hanging around. <laughs> They're just more rare. They're more refined. And, yeah. you know, it's a it's a nice eclectic here and there now. That's all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you just, you have to be your honest, true self. And, and I think that's something that so many people try to hide on social media, right? Like, yep. oh no, here's my, like, here's what I want everyone to think of me. And then I have this other life, you know, behind the scenes. And you know, that, that whole, and realtors are so bad at this. They're still using their 1999 glamour shot because that's when they thought they looked the best. The best. They have yep. like, you know what I mean? And, yep. and, and it's kind of, it's just, it's kind of fake, you know? And so, you know, I think a lot of people now are like, well, I don't want to work with that agent. I mean, I can't relate to that at all, you know, whereas they see, you know, why is Liza crying or why is Liza quiet, you know, or, you know, here's what it is. Also, I just, this has nothing to do with it, but your Christmas card being all Star Wars themed and the whole like script in the, in the traveling font. Oh my gosh. That was the funniest thing. I so great. usually have my Christmas card kind of set up in November. So this year I was running late and I told my 14 year old daughter, I said, you're in charge of the Christmas card. She's going through a phase right now of, you know, not wanting to be around us and, and crabby all the time, you know, typical teenage girl stuff. Right. So I was joking with her that you have to do this, but she's extremely talented with, with graphics and art and that kind of stuff. So I was kind of hoping she would take it on, but I figured she'd say no. She actually said yes and wouldn't tell me what it was, just took our pictures <laughs> and formed that. And it came out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the best thing ever. That's and so awesome. I did do the the font in the back. So I did have a part of it, <laughs> but, but yeah, my Christmas cards are, 
are they tell the truth you know this this is our life and i'm not gonna try to sugarcoat everything and i've had a client actually tell me that right before she became a parent she goes you know i appreciate that your transparency as you put it you know that that parenting is not all fun and game it can be you know many times obviously but there is some grit in there that's not always fun but i know we have a absolutely beautiful uh christmas wintertime photo of of our family i mean it's Mm -hmm. just beautiful and but i know that minutes before that i was yelling at cohen to stop eating all the snow i was telling benton (laughs) to get out of the tree i was like get over here what where did you put your hat and like just so that we could turn smile get the picture and be like wow that looks so nice look at Look at this family that I want to have. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, I don't so anyway, think we I've took ever a goofy had one a too. perfect picture. Uh, that's that's so. great though. That's great. Yep. Because nobody has a perfect family, right? No. Nope. Uh so I want to get a quote from you. I again, Michael, I didn't prepare her at all. So I'm so Uh-oh. sorry, Carrie, but I want the real I want the real honest truth. So I'm gonna read this yep. to you and I'm gonna give you some other agents, uh other Century Twenty One agents quotes. But uh, so brilliant basic number one is I'm transparent, I build trust. I always speak the truth no matter the cost. Being a client's trusted advisor is cliche in our industry, but not with me. I provide complete transparency and always follow through on my word. Honesty, truth, and integrity build my business and create lifelong clients. All right, so pretty powerful stuff, right? So here's here's some tips from Century 21 Agents. Uh, first quote is, point out the good and the bad, even if they may not like it. You may not like what I have to say, but I am going to give you the good and the bad information so that we can get through this together. Right? Next one. Yeah. If you say you are going to do something, do it. Unfulfilled or empty promises kill relationships. And number three is, treat every client with the same care regardless of price range. Boy, isn't that, that true? One. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, obviously, these three have like nothing to do with each other, but they all fit within that. I'm transparent. I build trust with people. Mm-hmm. Um, honesty, trust, integrity, right? So, I want to know your advice to what you what you have learned in real estate um, to other agents out there around this topic. I don't know how to word this. Maybe you guys can help me with it. I'm kind of dealing with a a seller right now that's coming he finds his you know next house <laughs> yep um but he's he's called uh to get some advice on how to get his house ready oh sure he has a lot of animal smell is a hard thing to talk about to sellers yeah um and to be honest it's hard for me right now because i'm i am still getting over COVID and one of the last lingering effects is I still don't have my smell back. So oh, really? Yes. So that can be hard to be transparent with, you know, the seller of you need to get rid of the smell or you're not going to sell this as easy or we're going to have to drop the price a lot more than what you need to. If you were to just, you know, really clean up your house and get rid of pet odor or even body odor. I've had that issue before, like bedrooms. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but laundry what, rooms, I, but 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 I mean, let's really break that down for a second, right? Like, mm-hmm. what a tough conversation to be like. Your house smells really <laughs> right. bad, right? Yes. Another agent who's more concerned about the transaction, right? We'll mm-hmm. just be like, we'll just be like, oh no, it's great. Let's put it on the market and hope that the other feedback that that buyers give will be the one to break the ice, right? Right. Um, and but and most then, buyers agents won't write that in there. Yeah, I right, do. Exactly. I do. It'll be the you know. I always try to say the positive first, then say the negative, and then still do a small compliment at the end when I do feedback if there's oh, yeah. issues at a house. A nice then little sandwich. Yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to think of how to word that, that into transparency. Yeah. I think, you know, just having those tough conversations sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. just, just laying it out there and saying, this is, this is how it is because I, I care about you and I'm here with you to get through this again, versus the agent who's just going to be like, oh gosh, I don't want to say it. And then it actually can hurt that person's price, which yes. you are hired to protect, by the Correct. way. Yep. Um, it, it can cause it to sit on the market too long, which hurts the client, which you are hired to protect. So you're not acting in the best interest of the buyer unless you're having that tough conversation. Correct. Or I'm sorry, yep. of the seller. Of yeah. the seller, yes. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's uh, I think that's perfectly put. That's, uh, you know, that's those real life things that we have to do sometimes. Um, I, I will share a quick story. My, um, my grandmother smoked quite heavily and my dad was like, well, it's time to sell your house. Right. And Mm -hmm. Michael, Michael, do you even recall how much money he spent trying to restore that house so that all the smoke smell? I mean, some of the walls and ceiling were like orange, right? Yeah. The cabinets had to be like taken out and stripped and put back in. I mean, it was so many, so many thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and puts it on the market and they get an offer pretty quickly because it's looking beautiful and new and they got the smell all out. They had to do that ozone thing, you know, and, and the, the buyer uh, was a chain smoker. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. All the irony. Uh, Oh, well. So, um, you know, maybe the buyer of, of this house is going to be like, oh, good, because I'm a dog breeder. <laughs> so right, that it. they would be okay with it. Yep. <laughs> but but. you never know. You can't plan for that, right? You, you have to be the trusted advisor to say the majority of the market is not going to want that. Yes. So let's yep. get it updated. So, yep. so my, my transparency is always the tough conversations I know I have to have that they're probably not getting from another agent of even down to buyers. You need to be pre-approved. That seller's not even going to look at your offer without a pre-approval letter. So let's get that going. Cause if you're not ready and you fall in love with the house and you can't get it, yeah. it's the worst feeling. It happened to me once, never again. Yep. So, yep. Isn't that awful when you see your, your, Buyers fall in love and you just know like when they're in that home, like this is their home, you know, this is perfect and then, for them. Yep. and then the heartbreak when that's not going to happen. Oh they can't gosh. get it. And you know, the, the uh. worst thing a realtor wants to say is I told you so. Right. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, okay. So yeah, it's, it's befriending them, but yet having that, I don't know, not authority to, you know, that they'll listen to your advice, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times I'll, I'll give, you know, you need to get rid of, you know, this furniture because this is the reason why, you know, it stinks like dog or makes the room bigger or, you know, whatever it is. And, right. you know, I, I try to, I try to tell people in a loving way, really sound advice and, and hopefully they take it. Right. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you're hired to do, you Correct. know, yep. um, no part of your, of a real estate contract says, you know, your fiduciary duties also include never, ever saying something that might hurt your feelings. <laughs> you <Right>. know, it's <laughs> at the end of the yep. day, this is a business and we're trying to obviously do the, the most effective business goals, but also trying to look out for your personal goals, which are, are going to align with how do you sell the property? Correct. Yep. Yeah. I heard someone one time say, nobody, nobody wants to buy your home. Nobody wants to live in your home. They do want to buy and live in their new home. Yeah. Right. Mm, yeah. So let's move that couch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. You're like, moving wow, anyway. Yeah. So let's declutter and. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's yeah. kind of my go-to line. You're moving anyway. Put it in storage. I love it. Well, way to, way to be transparent and build that trust. And you know, you have, you do build clients for life and it's because of that. And I, I love that. You do a great job at that. Good job, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. No, I absolutely love getting to know my clients and, and becoming, you know, lifelong friends. Hey, you know what? I have an idea. This is a, this is a thing you can offer like an advertising campaign that you can run. Um, just be like, I'll sell your home and shoot your kids. What do you think? Oh, I'll oh. <laughs> camera. I was like, I'm not going to shoot somebody's kids. I'm not going to shoot their kids. <laughs> yes. I, I have offered that to people though. You know, after I get to them, I was like, when is your kid play? So yeah, but yeah, I'll shoot oh my it, it would be catchy. It would get people talking. It would be talking. very catchy. It would. And I wonder uh, if I would have okay. more negative fallout from that or if it yeah. would just be so popular because it's so obnoxious. Right. I mean, you'd have to be holding your Nikon or something. So people would be like, yes. wait, what? Oh, okay. Oh. She'll yeah. shoot your kids. I just see it yeah. on the bus stop. We'll make sure my conceal and carry is actually very concealed in that yeah. photo. So. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Anyway, okay. Michael, uh, this is like my favorite thing. This out. Yes, yeah. this is my favorite thing of every week. Some good but old motivation. I'm not going to go in the direction you want. Oh, no. Uh -oh. It, it's going to be Something different. Yeah. So. Because usually, like, Matt loves a quote mm -hmm. and also something we can, you know, tag and, and put, you know, out on social media as a little corp and whatever. Okay. You know what? But sometimes what gets me through the day, what gets me through a particularly tough week is just, like, reminding myself that even Beyonce has a bad day. Hashtag. That's what you're gonna do now. That's awesome. Yep. I, think, I want that hashtag out there, Matt. Even uh, Beyonce has a bad day. Even Beyonce uh, has a bad day. All right. I'm I'm gonna post it. But and here's okay. Let me extrapolate on this. Um, <laughs> I think 
sometimes <laughs> it doesn't have to be a celebrity obviously we do live in a culture where we're all on social media and everything's over glamorized and glorified and it's the highlight reel all the time and sometimes i am given so much joy like pure unfiltered joy by the knowledge that all of these people who seem you know put together who seem untouchable they have the exact same struggles Mm-hmm. You know, like just a, like sometimes if you really think about it and you're like, you know what? Sometimes Jeff Bezos accidentally stubs his toe on the coffee table and he goes, <laughs> frick, you yep. know, he does, you know, yep. he does in, and he's so big and powerful and rich, but in that moment, he's so small, like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. You know, like sometimes like, <sighs> I don't know. Oprah, Oprah gets a little tummy flu and she's got some, some sweaty diarrhea. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I can't with this conversation. Okay. That's the quote. It happens. That's the quote right there. Yes. So if if it's, if it's any consolation, whatever you're going through, even Beyonce has a bad day. I know there is a quote if you want one that says you can look for something positive in each day, even though sometimes you might have to look a little harder. No, I'm posting the Beyonce thing. Okay. And I'm and I I'm like quoting you, Michael. It's gonna say yep. little dash Michael Atwood. Perfect. <laughs> Michael J. Scott, Michael Atwood. Michael J. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love your quotes though, Michael. When you would send those out, I am a big um yeah. motivational kind of person. Like that's when I go to the gym, I've got my Billy Allsbrooks on. I mean, he is hardcore. in your face about stuff. And that's sometimes what I need to get Mm -hmm. motivated, you know, for the day. And yeah, there's a lot of good quotes out there. Motivation. You just draw different things from it. So sometimes, you know, they just hit different and it it could be one I've heard a billion times and I'm like, Oh, that hit different today. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) For sure. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the, uh, the Realty Brothers and our amazing, incredible, relentless agent, Carrie Zeldenrust. Thank you so much for being our guest today. It well, was I awesome. I being here. Thank you. This oh. was fun. Will you please do this again? Yes. Oh, this was fun. Was, Even the yeah. unscripted and you, you know, kind of <laughs> putting me on the spot. I don't mind. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, be sure to tune in uh, every week as we go through these brilliant basics. Uh, we are on all of the things, you know. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the Spotify things like that. Leave us a message. Let us know what you think about building transparency or having transparency and building trust. And you know, I always end with make it a great day. But if you don't have a great day, just remember that Beyonce might not either. Yeah. That's exactly right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, We'll see you next time. Have a great one. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Realty Brothers Podcast. If you liked this episode, please help support us by subscribing to the Realty Brothers on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, your five-star reviews are always greatly appreciated. Be sure to also check us out on Facebook and on Instagram as The Realty Bros and at our website, therealtybros.com. And we would love for you to join the conversation. Send us a message at the link in the description below, message us on your favorite social media platform, or shoot us an email, contact at therealtybros.com.